Please welcome our new sponsor, Play Action Pools. Go to playactionpools.com as they have launched the newest sports pool hosting platform. Play Action is your spot for all your football contest needs, whether it's Pick'em or Survival Pool. Play Action has customizable options for picking against the spread or picking straight up NFL, college, or both. You have to check out their exciting new Build Your Bankroll format. It operates as a virtual sports book. You know your buddy who's always bragging about how great of a handicapper he is? Well, put him to the test and put all your friends to the test, whether it's family, coworkers, or whoever. Put them to the ultimate test with the Play Actions Build Your Bankroll. Go to playactionpools.com to play today. Go to the link located here in the bio of today's episode and you will see how to play on playactionpools.com and be a part of the two-man power trip of wrestling's pool check it out pick your favorite games and see if you can become a winner check the link in the bio for the two-man power trip of wrestling's pool and go to playactionpools.com and type in two-man power trip of wrestling there's two ways to play there pick your favorites pick the best but most importantly win so go to playactionpools.com today the upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production and now for something completely different hey i was i'm a hall of famer i'm in three halls of fame for the young fans they don't give a damn they just give a damn about themselves and what they're hearing now and i got no problem with those rules i know the rules going in i'm happy to play the game that way and when ivan came off with that uh, knee drop from the top rope and he pinned me i thought that something happened i couldn't hear a thing you could have heard the pin drop in that arena it touched me so deeply that when i went in the dressing room i really felt depressed I'll tell you that, I'll tell you right to his face. If Hogan and I, if he wanted to get in a real street fight with me, trust me, he would lose, and he knew it. You know, that's the other thing. They give you the belt, and they're like, okay, you're in charge of me. I was like, what? When you mentioned a guy like Harley Race, that kind of legendary status, it's obvious why people would get upset. Or as I'm concerned, Roddy Piper was not a wrestler. He wasn't even a good worker. If he had to go out and work his way to the top and not have good friends like Jim Barnett. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a good guy. He's just not a tough guy. Bro, I swear to you, I don't have an ego. Like, I don't give a crap. I, that stuff is not important to me. People don't know me. They have no idea of who I am. They know of me as being a fictional character that they saw on TV. People didn't understand that, you know, the guy they saw in the ring that happened to be using his real name, that happened to actually be the president of the company, they really believed that that guy that they loved to hate was actually a pretty decent guy. And I think many people have the perception that I really was that character. Welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I'm your host, JP John Paz. With me today, two very special guests. They are, of course, the NWA United States Tag Team Champions. They are the Fixers. Wrecking the Ball. Fixers! Fixers! Jay Bradley Fixers! and the Wrecking Ball Liggers. What's me. going on, guys? How are you guys doing? It's very fitting you named your show the two-man power trip because there's two Fixers. And we're taking over this show because there's only one of you. <laughs> yeah, good point. That is very, very true. Obviously, though, big show coming up. Hard Times 3, NWA in New Orleans. 
So we'll start with Wrecking Ball. Wrecking Ball, what do you think about NWA Hard Times 3 coming up? Oh, I'm pumped. Uh, it's my first time down in New Orleans, so I can't wait to bash some mullets live on pay-per-view. What about you, Jay? Oh, oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've been in New Orleans before. It's a great, it's a great town. There's a bunch of wrestling history there with the uh, you know the Watts in the in Mid South and the Superdome. Um, I know Wildcat Wrestling. I've been down there once before for them, and they've got a really really nice following. They do really really well. Made a name for themselves as a company, and uh, you know. Not to say anything, you know, making names, you know, but I think the fixtures have made quite a name for themselves in the NWA and in tag team wrestling. And uh, the spectaculars just haven't. They ain't all that spectacular. They got that little midget that's with them. And that's <laughs> <Midget. the story. laughs> Yeah, you got uh, Freeman and uh, Pierce coming up. And obviously, Freeman sucks. Freeman, Freeman sucks. sucks. Freeman sucks. Three men sucks. Three men sucks. Three men sucks. So, Wrecking Ball, you're not taking the spectaculars very seriously, it doesn't seem like. Well, I mean, we know, we know they like they deserve to be in the NWA. We're just we're confident in our abilities. We are the biggest, baddest tag team in the NWA, and honestly, probably the world. Jay, you're not taking the spectacular seriously either, or are you? It's you're still with us, Jay. Are you taking this spectacular series? Oh, okay. I, 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 no, that fucking little. See, look at me. I'm mad and I'm cussing. That little rodent, Rolando. Yeah. Somewhere chewing wires or something like that. You should <laughs> watch out. It was probably your crazy dog that's running around over there. No, that's not Rolando. He's that's Boba. He's uh, a Frenchie. Any uh, relation to Boba Fett? Yeah. What do you think he gets his name? It's Boba Pet. Oh, okay. All right. I like that. I think that goes together. Come here, Knucklehead. Let's make an appearance. Come on. You're going to be internet famous for a minute. I love that board, though, behind him. Fix fixtures rule. Oh, there we fixtures go. Fixtures nice. rule! Nice. He looks just like me, too. Look at, he's like the third. Look at it. He looks like he looks like me, but he's like furry, like Ligurski. <laughs> <laughs> they do say sometimes you resemble your pets, and your pets resemble you. That is true. Well, there you go. Oh, thanks, buddy. Yeah, he's breathing heavy, and his eyes are bulging out of his head. Yeah, I, I see it. <laughs> so, Wrecking Ball, you guys, obviously United States Tag Team Champs of the NWA. How do you feel about the actual design of the belts? That's been out there. People are, are saying things. How do you feel about the actual look of the belts? Well, we're Americans. We represent America. And we love America. So, hell yeah, we like the belts. And we love our belts. Those are the fixer belts. And I'm telling you, you just seen the beginning of what we're going to do with the U.S. Tag Team Championships as kings of the USA. The USA! USA! If you think about it, though, that those titles are basically championship wrestling for Florida. I mean, that's kind of a, an homage there, a little, little piece of history there as well. Florida is a great state in this great union of America, isn't it? We're kings of the entire USA. But yeah, uh, who's it? Uh, you might know more than me, John Paz, about the history of it because I'm getting a little bit blurry. Was that Rotunda and Wyndham? The U.S. Express, no. yeah. Yes. They were the okay. U.S. Express. They were WBF yes. tag team champs, yeah. Ah, that's where I'm getting all cross. See, too many concussions and too many hits in the head. And I kind of get it all confused. <laughs> 
but the, I think that's that's part of the uh, you know going back to the Florida aspect. I think that's part of one of the cool things that the NWA is doing now. It's like let's face it, like how many legacy NWA championships were there over the years? I mean, they they you know every every region every territory had their own titles. And then the NWA had a lot of titles on top of that that represented, like, the next step up. I don't think that the powers that be of Billy Corrigan and the NWA are going to resurrect and redo all those titles. But I think that's something cool that they have right now is that connection, that nostalgia, that retro vintage vibe that seems to be very, you know, trendy nowadays. But even, you know, as a wrestling fan... You know, bringing back some of these old titles and reactivating them in the modern world and putting them in, 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 in a new spotlight, that's kind of a cool thing, you know, whether it's the design, whether it's uh, just the title name. Um, there's not too many wrestling companies other than, like, WWE that can really do that. You know what I mean? Like, if you look at it, like, Ring of Honor and uh impact have only been around for about 20 years then maybe you could do it with some of the japanese companies like the triple crown or you know the iwgp title um i just think that's a, that's a cool thing it's you know uh it's another tag team title and how many tag teams out there in, in the wrestling world that could come to the nwa in theory and compete you know so i think it's just the beginning we'll see what the fixtures can do well i mean the, you know they always say what's old is new again and the title is old and it's new again and you know the, the fixtures are really a throwback to teams in the 80s and 90s so you know our style is old but it's new again definitely it, it definitely seems that an nwa like you said a lot of retro stuff obviously the nwa in general has been around for 100 plus years so and billy obviously knows the legacy and the lineage of that but jay you've had a long history billy What's the relationship with, like, just working with him? I know outside of being a legendary musician, what's the relationship like? You've been, seems like, attached to the hip with him for a long time. Uh, I've probably known Billy now uh, probably, like, close to, like, 15 years or so. Um, you know, I think I froze up. I don't know. Uh -oh. he, did freeze up. he did freeze up for a second. I think that dog is probably... Uh, chewing on the, on the wires <laughs> over there. Uh, Wrecking Ball, what about you and, and Billy? No, you, you obviously, you, you said you were just hanging out with him. Uh, there we go. So, hey, I'm back. Look at me. Hey, go. Don't take whoa, my question. Whoa, yeah, whoa. Hold on, Wrecking Ball. So, uh, yeah, I, I've known Billy for about 15 years, of both Chicago guys. Um, met through the wrestling scene and obviously, uh, you know, his music is something I grew up with, which was just kind of like a, a, an added wrinkle to to the relationship dynamic or friendship. Um, the one thing I really like about Billy, or a couple of things, is you know he's always just kind of done his own thing. Um, you know, he's very confident that way, but he's also uh, one of those people who's very. You can call. There's a thousand different ways to describe him, as far as like you know, he's not the average person, as far as like his perspective on things, his creative mind. Some people might call him odd. Some people kind of call him weird or, you know, different. I think that's really, really cool about him is because like he's, he's 
such a creative mind and so many different ways, whether it's, you know, business, musically, now he's in the wrestling and more of the entertainment side of things too, behind the scenes. Um, so working with him, I think I have like a, a better feel as long as I have of kind of how that mind of his works and what he's trying to accomplish or what he's trying to do. Um, because maybe it's not always the typical wrestling style or the wrestling trope. So, um, yeah, you know, he's a, like I said, he's an old buddy. Uh, when he's in concert or nearby, we'll, we'll meet up and catch a show, have some food, or I'll hang out with his kids here and there. And, you know, <coughs> for me, head. So. Love it. What about you, Wrecking Ball? I know you just said you were hanging out with him recently, actually. Yeah. Um, so, um, I mean, I don't have nearly the history that Jay does with him, but, I mean, Billy's been awesome. As much as, you know, he's a creative genius, whether it's um, musically, wrestling, or business-wise, I, I still think he's a, a very down-to-earth person. Um, you know, and, it, and it's great. Like, he lets us have our, you know, creative freedom. He lets us be who we are, you know, like the fixers are really me and Jay, like th this is us. This isn't something that he gave us and said, you have to do it exactly like this. We're doing what we want to do. We're acting how we want to act. Like he's not like, he's not micromanaging us. Um, but yeah. Uh, I think that's one of the, the cool things about how he's had the NWA running even it trickles down to like the people who are agents behind the scene, you know, um, there's like no micromanaging. When, I, when I've been with other wrestling companies, you know, um, you know, it's not a shot at them, it's just the way they do business and the way they run their ship where it's like, you know, they're very, I don't want to say strict, but it's much more rigid and you're much more pushed down a path as opposed to NWA where it's like, hey, how would you guys do this? do what feels right for you guys it's it's working it's not working but let's you know and it's coached and moved along that direction as opposed to you know you're being led by the hand and put and pulled in a direction mm -hmm. um i think that's to their credit you see a lot of that um through i think with the other talent that shines in the nwa um you know like a guy like tyrus who had been you know featured in, in other big companies you know, and we all know he's got the gift of gab and, and, and Billy just lets him do it, you know, here, just, just talk, you know, where he didn't get that opportunity before because they didn't see that as a character trait for him or a marketable trait for him. So, um, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of faith that I think he puts in the coaches, the agents, and ultimately the talent to have that freedom. Hey, knucklehead. Absolutely. Oh, and sure. it's like, and if we, you know, I'm not afraid to try something different or uh, make a mistake or, you know, make a fool out of myself. You know, I, you know, if it, if it works, it works. If it doesn't work, <laughs> it says, Hey, don't do that again. Or, Hey, here's how we can do it better or whatever. Like I'm, I don't feel like I'm walking on eggshells. Um, I don't necessarily, you know, have the uh, uh, past relationship with big companies that Jay has. He's, 
he's he's worked everywhere else. But even for some of the bigger independents that I've worked for, there's been times where I've been like micromanaged so much and it just feels like I'm walking on eggshells. Whereas here at NWA, which is one of the, you know, national companies, um, I don't feel that way, you know? So how did you guys get together? I guess we'll start with Jay on that one. How did you guys actually like get together? You said it wasn't the thing where Billy kind of micromanaged you and stuff, but who puts you together as a tag team, as the fixers? Um, so like, the, the story kind of goes like, uh, you know, I, I had worked with Billy in the NWA as far back as when he purchased the brand. <coughs> um, you know, w- with COVID and, you know, other things along that, like things kind of got wonky there as far as ever, for everybody in, in the life, uh, or in life. And, um, so I kind of took a step back from wrestling in general at that time, like I'm sure a lot of people did and kind of shifted gears. Um, and when things kind of settled down, I knew I had, you know, the, the relationship with Billy where there were not necessarily, you know, an open door, any, any time, any place, but, you know, Billy had expressed in the past where it's like, you know, you're always someone I would want on my team. You're always someone I would want in my locker room. Um, so I, I, you know, just, started chatting with Billy and was like, Hey, um, would you be interested still in you in utilizing me or, you know, doing exploring what we could do, you know, everything seems to COVID was go, had gone away. He had started running more events again. And he was like, absolutely. I, I really, he's like, but I really need some tag teams. You know, he wanted to build up the tag team division because I think he had in mind, he wanted to reintroduce the U S tag titles. Um, you know, then the Crockett Cup event, uh, you know, should be probably an annual event. So he, he needed teams to do this. And he was like, who could you team with? And I had met Wrecking Ball. Hey, come here. Oh, okay, come up here. So I had met Wrecking Ball um, basically online during some chats and whatnot through uh, Sin Bodhi or Kazarni from WWE. Um and I, I really liked what I saw in him as far as just being different. You know, he wasn't the, you know, I say run-of-the-mill independent guy. He had a lot of size to him. He had an athletic background, being a football player. Um, you know, he was well-trained with his background. I think, you know, he was where I felt I was, you know, a handful of years ago when I was trying to find a break or get in somewhere. And the fact that he just looked different than everybody else as far as what you see in wrestling nowadays. You don't see too many, like, you know, big uh, barrel-chested, you know, big men that that really move well anymore. You know, there's only a handful out there that really just started to kind of come back into the the spotlight. And and I was just like, I I think me and him could run together as a tag team. Um, And as far as the whole fixers dynamic – and the ideas come from a lot of the stuff that we've come up with or we do is things that like me and Billy talked about doing when I was an impact doing the Aiden O'Shea character. Um, you know, and, and for lack of, of you know, or, or plenty of reasons why, but a lot of, you know, bad politics and, and headbutting, those ideas never worked. So now, you know, with being Billy's company and him remembering a lot of these ideas and, and, you know, he was willing to give it a shot. And, um, 
it's been about a year now and we got brought into a TV taping outside of Nashville for a, a one day event. And him and Pat Kenny were like, Hey, let's see if this works. Let, let's give it a roll. If it works, we'll run. If not, we'll, we'll see what we do. And, uh, you know, I think, I think things in the last year have gone about as best as they could for everybody involved, you know, wrecking ball and myself and the NWA, you know, we came in, uh, we impressed enough to, to get regular spots on, on the rosters as far as, you know, being on tapings. And uh, I think that we've really made a connection. I, you can see a lot of the, 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 the feedback I see or I get from, you know, uh, social media online, like, you know, people either love us or they hate us. Like there's a lot of, you know, fan interaction, you know, whether it's fixtures rule, fixtures rule, or you know, they, they don't think we rule. Um, so I think it's gone about as good, good, good as it, or good, or as bestest, as goodestest as it could have. And uh, I think it's only the beginning. You know, we're a year in, and we're the U.S. Tag Team Champions uh, of uh, of the NWA, and we've been only tagging in the NWA and overall for about a year. So I think there's a, a lot of cool stuff ahead of us. And you know yeah. your you know your history because U.S. Express, Wyndham and Rotunda were the United States Tag Team Champs. Also, WWF Tag Team Champ, but you were right, so you do know your history. Ah, yes. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. why he's the boss. Yes. But Wrecking Ball, like like he said, seems like you guys have some good chemistry. When you initially created the team, did you kind of sense that? Like, this is great. You got the veteran on my side? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Um, the first, <laughs> our first real-life interaction, because we had talked online, was um, we were assigned in the same hotel room, and he, I was in the hotel room first, and he sees me, obviously, 6'3", I don't know, 380 at the time. He goes, huh, I thought you were going to be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Jay has been like, uh, like, in wrestling, a lot of people say brother, brother a lot, and, you know, over, overly use the word brother, but I honestly feel like Jay is a bigger brother to me. Anytime I'm upset at anything, anytime I get hot at anything, he's there to, like, you know, put things in context, calm me down. You know, he's someone, you know, we both run ideas, you know, we bounce ideas off of each other, you know, be honest with each other without, like, without someone getting offended or whatever, you know. You know, just, you know sometimes we, we argue, you know, brothers fight, but we could always, you know, move on and you know we 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 work we work through things you know we, we have a lot of chemistry and and uh boba pet over there is uh making some strange faces i love well, it he's, it, uh, he's he's like wrecking ball he's easily distracted check it out yeah. What do you think about a possible Crockett Cup 2023? I know, obviously, last year you guys beat OGK, who Wrecking Ball knows very well. You lose to Cardona's. What do you think uh, 2023 Crockett Cup? Uh, we are putting Cookie Crisp in that damn Crockett Cup. No, we're putting Cinnamon Toast Crunch in that. No. Cr my cr no, yeah, no, no, there's no, two, no. There's two of them, you knucklehead. No. You can have one of each. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think, I think uh, you know, we're closing up. 2022 which is crazy to me uh just a couple months and i kind of have a feeling that we're going to start seeing uh 
you know, early next year, if you want to call it the March or the setup for uh, the Crockett Cup, which is usually a springtime thing in the NWA. I think there's a – in the NWA alone, there's some really good teams that could be, hey, you were not involved in the Crockett Cup. Shut up. I think there's a lot of interesting teams that could, that could play into it. Um, the Fixers, La Rebellion, you know, you could have the Briscoes back as, as defending cup champs. Um, idle sports management. Hang on. Listen. Right, you wrecking ball. Who do you want to? He, he wants. He wants his screen time. But no, I think. I think you know. That's a. I'll let wrecking ball chime in here. But then, uh, you have you know the the interesting dynamic that wrestling has presented right now, where a lot of companies are freely working together. So. You have MLW titles being defended on some NWA shows, so that opens up maybe some teams or some representation there. Um, AEW's been an impact. has also been pretty cool about letting their, their talent work other places as far as, you know, one-off events or a couple events here and there. So, uh, I mean, there, there's a, so much that can go on. I mean, we also don't forget that, like, you know, the NWA has ties overseas and has used New Japan tag teams before and tag team wrestling uh, or tag team wrestlers from uh, some of the major uh, Mexican companies. So who, who knows? You know what I mean? Like, it's wide open. I think it's going to be a, a really cool event. I feel like there's a ton of teams, but are you guys interested in the tag titles, La Rebellion, or are you happy with the U.S. tag titles? Wrecking Ball, what do you think? We want it all. Duh, that means more. What does that usually mean when we get more or more titles, Wrecking Ball? More money, which means more food. Yes, exactly. And we have large <laughs> food bills. Not only the cereal, but, it, you know, it's it's pretty much a Ligursky ritual after the tapings that uh, I wake up with one or two boxes of Domino's pizza stacked up in the hotel room. So these things, these things add up, you know, this... Uh, these big bodies don't move without fuel, and it takes a lot of fuel. Recky Boy, you beat OGK, but you also lost to OGK. Maybe uh, maybe another match is in order with your, your former uh, buddies there. Yeah, no, I would love to wrestle them again. Third time. I actually uh, trained with Haven and Bennett for a little while. So, yeah, like every match that we've had is um, – you know, we've had great chemistry, everything. Uh, you know, we tore down the house down every time we wrestled and would absolutely love to wrestle them again, uh, you know, maybe in the Crockett Cup again this year. You know what's interesting to me about Billy, which is crazy, it's like, okay, he's smashing pumpkins, he's super famous, but I had actually the chance to interview him. We didn't talk about music for, I don't think, even for maybe two seconds. He was such a wrestling historian. Oh, yeah. That's what kind of surprised me. He knows, like, he pretty much knows everything. I mean, I would, I think, like, okay, he's a fan, much more so than a fan. I mean, he's definitely, he loves it. He, what a historian. He, uh, a handful of years ago, I don't know if uh, either one of you guys are familiar, there was a, a an older, old school promoter by the name of Bob Luce who used to promote the Chicago Amphitheater in Chicago. Um, and a lot of the events were kind of a, um, from the impression I got, if I remember correctly, it was kind of like a mix of AWA and NWA because you'd have like a handful of guys coming down from Vern and then guys coming over from the East, um, uh, from the NWA territories. 
And um, the amphitheater was like the spot that he ran for years. It's no longer in existence. But with all that, uh, Bob Luce used to have like a a, um, a wrestling museum that he would put up at the events, apparently. Um, pictures, old, old um, uh, posters, photo, and as far as photographs, but like newspaper, print, when they would report the matches and the papers, um, just t- tons of various items. So Billy is such a historian with that kind of stuff. Um, Bob Luce's estate put that up for sale a handful of years ago and Billy purchased it. So at his, at his residence, I don't know, or maybe in, in his, one of his businesses, I don't know where he's got it now. He's got the, all this memorabilia where he's got just, he's got like old booking sheets from Bob Luce's, uh, events and, and, and payout sheets and check stubs. Like it's some really cool stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, like talk about like loving it loving the business to purchase that stuff i mean definitely historian yeah Yeah, i think he's made it a couple mentioned it at least a couple times to me where it's like um you know wrestling is still kind of like like what he used to love or does does love about rock and roll it's kind of like that that outlaw um underground feel to it sometimes as far as a business perspective goes i think it's one of the things that like draws it draws him to it as an artist um you know uh i'm I'm shooting i'm shooting a you know a guess at that one but i I could definitely see the 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 correlation between the two seems like he loves history because obviously you know nwa 74 where you guys won the the titles in the battle royal but it just seems like he always kind of brings it back to some sort of history you know you miss mix the past with the present but he definitely like likes to bring it back Oh yeah, oh, I think that's, I think I mean I don't. Wouldn't you agree? Like I think, I think all the, the 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 towns we have events in for the NWA, they're all big wrestling towns historically. Ooh. You know, um, St. Louis, St. Louis for the yeah. Chase, Atlanta. I mean, the history out of Atlanta is insane too. Um, Nashville for the, the tapings, and you know the Tennessee territory, Nashville, Memphis was huge. And then even New Orleans, like I mentioned earlier, with. Mid-South and the Superdome shows, uh, you know, Dr. Death and Junkyard and um, DiBiase, that, you know, that was, I mean, just, he, he seems to connect that where it's like, I'm going to put the events here because the, the, the historical connection you can draw upon it then. Yeah, it seems like he loves bringing it back. Like he, he's, he's obviously new school in a certain sense, but he definitely has that old school uh, flavor. You got to love that wrecking ball. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, and that's what we try to bring as a team as well. You know, um, you know, we're a throwback to, you know, we take a lot of the inspiration from, you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the Nasty Boys, the Road Warriors, um, any, any big, powerful guys and teams from the 80s and 90s. And, you know, that's what we bring to the NWA. And, he, like, you could just tell he just wants to, you know, respect the product. Um, and you know, continue with the the history and the lineage that lineage that the NWA um, has had over the years. Where did the name come from, the fixers? Um, so it kind of ties into what I mentioned earlier about a lot of the ideas and, and stuff that we do started from 
ideas Billy and I had to do with um, the Aiden O'Shea character. So, and if you guys remember, there was a while when Billy was the on-camera president for uh, Impact Wrestling. Um, I was his bodyguard. Um, so basically, the, the thought, a lot of that stemmed off of that was I was to get my hands dirty for Billy to make sure things went the way he wanted it to, like his henchman, his 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 bully, his fixer. Um, and uh, initially, we kind of played with the idea of like the cleanup crew, or like kind of giving it a company name, like the Continental Cleanup Crew. Um, and I think guys like Pat Kenny and Billy were like, well. Like, will people understand that or will people get that? And and then I think it was Pat, of all people, just said, why don't we just call you guys the fixers? You guys fix stuff. You can fix anything. You got a problem, you can fix it. Like, you know, you got to beat somebody up. You got to, you know what I mean? You can, you can do that. You know, someone harassing you, you can fix that problem. You know, someone stole your lunch money, you can fix that problem. You know, someone oh. slashed your tires, we'll fix that problem. You know, and it, and it, and it simplified the idea, and I think it really worked and he was right where it's like people would kind of instantly get it after you kind of, well, what, fix her, what do you fix it? And you're like, anything. We got problems, we, we got solutions, we can fix it, you know? Um, and, and it, like I said, we just took the took the coaching at that point and, uh, and, and ran with it and here we are. It's like an old uh, mafia term, like uh, call the fixer, he'll fix it, like calling the fixer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's and that's a lot of the uh, like where the inspiration came from, you know, beat uh, the Aiden O'Shea doing the bodyguard stuff for Billy was like I was his enforcer, yep. you know, his fixer, and, and so ah, we froze again. You're not frozen on this end. Oh, now he's frozen. Yep, yep. Perfect spot though. Him banging his head. Look at that. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that's uh, the perfect shot there. Wrecking Ball. Uh, I know you're not frozen, but uh, he, he definitely. <laughs> oh, there we go. He's back. Yeah. We got it. Uh, but yeah, that's where the, a lot of it, you know, came from is that direct comparison of, uh, you know, we even talked about early on about, you know, dressing as like businessmen, like you know, a, a button-up shirt and some pants again, and um, I. I, I, I I'm kind of glad we didn't go in that direction. I think the, the, the butcher style singlets kind of fit us and kind of a much more old school feel because not many people are wearing them. Um, and plus, yeah. we would sweat more. Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest. We would sweat a lot more. And after like <laughs> after like two or three days of tapings, those those business clothes would probably be able to walk on their own from the the stink. So yeah, singlets are much better for us. As we hit the wind in here, we head towards the finish. Have to mention, of course, go to NWA on all social media platforms, but go to nationalwrestlingalliance.com to get some tickets. New Orleans, Hard Times 3, November 12th on pay-per-view. Wrecking Ball, give us uh, your final thoughts on the Spectaculars and this big match coming up at Hard Times 3 in New Orleans. Fixers rule. Spectaculars suck. Mullets suck. Fixers rule. Short and sweet, I like it. Jay, what are, you, what are your your final thoughts? Uh, I don't know if that I can elaborate on that any more brilliantly because it was short and to the point. But he forgot to say, Freeman sucks, Brady Damn does sucks. too, and Rolando's okay just because he beat Cardona. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this match just for the pure pure fact 
and the fun fact of how much can we torment these two guys and how many different ways can we play human ping pong with a spectacular and or how far can we throw Rolando? And then uh, we're gonna have a punt pass and kick competition yeah. with Rolando. Yeah, ex- oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then the fact that we're in we're in the big easy, we're in Nola, we're gonna go out afterward, maybe see uh you know some some entertainment, some nightlife, have some great food because that's what fixers do, and uh we'll do it all again the next day at the uh the, the tapings. It's mullet bashing time. So, what's next for you guys after that? What, like, what, what do you guys got your sights set on? Well, I think marching together after that, the next thing we have is the the last set of tapings for the year for the NWA. Um, I think they'll probably be announced shortly if they haven't already. Um, and then I think it's going to be re- not necessarily a reset, but a, a reloading for 2023, and we'll see where that goes. I mean, I'd love to. Step in the ring with some of these top tag teams, maybe coming in from other places or, or that are in the NWA, like a La Rebellion or the Briscoes. Um, and I would love to see if I can uh, add a gigantic bowl to my collection as being a car, uh, you know, for cereal eating and being a Crockett Cup. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of what my mind's thinking for 2023. I'm loving the look with the U- all the USA stuff and the fixtures with the USA. Sometimes you guys got the headbands on. I like that look. Uh, very patriotic of you guys. Yeah. You know, it, it, where we are – well, excuse me. Well, I think – I'm about to say we are America's asses, and I said we are the kings of the USA, so, you know, we got to wear the colors. Absolutely, and for a while it wasn't trendy to be patriotic or to show your colors. But F that, we love America. And if you have a problem, we're right here. Where can everybody find you guys as far as social media and, and all other things social media-wise? Uh, my Twitter is at WreckingBall75. My Instagram is Wrecking underscore Ball underscore Ligurski. He said Ball. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Jay? Uh, uh, I don't do the Twitter, but my Instagram is jbradley, J-A-Y-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y-P-W, and a Facebook fan page is the same thing. Um, You can also find us or interact with us at the NWA socials, and you can get your own Fixers Rule t-shirts at the NWA online store. Nice, awesome stuff. Of course, New Orleans, a.k.a. Chalmette, Louisiana, coming up, which I guess is a suburb of New Orleans. But let's just say, for you know, sake of argument, it's going to be New Orleans. November 12th for Hard Times 3 and November 13th, the Revolution Rumble will be the day after also in New Orleans. So big stuff coming up for the fixers, whether it's the, the spectaculars, whether it's going to be Crockett Cup in the future. But first, Hard Times 3, you can get it on pay-per-view. Go to the NationalWrestlingAlliance.com and NWA and all socials for more. But thank you to Jay. Thank you, Wrecking Ball, for all the time. You know what? Remember, John, Fixers rule. Fixers rule. Fixers rule. Fixers rule. Thank Fixers. you, guys. Appreciate all the time, guys. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the two-man power trip of wrestling. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at two-man power trip. You can check us out on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube. 
You can go to patreon.com slash tmptempire to become a patron and also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two-man power trip where the power lies, brother. <laughs>